Welcome to the Queen Player, a lifestyle podcast. Get inspired by our latest tips and information about small business, entrepreneurship, natural hair, travel, food, and even relationships. Stay tuned for another great episode. I am your host, Renee Patrice. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning into my podcast once again. I appreciate everyone loving this daily coverage because it's a lot of work. Yeah, girl, always got to come up with new things. But these emails have been saving me because you guys have really been emailing some great stuff. But one thing is I'm getting a lot of emails of things that I've already covered. So if I already covered it and I have a podcast episode specifically speaking to what you asked me to cover, I sent you a link. So anyone that's ever sent me an email about, hey, Renee, can you please cover this subject? And if I've already covered it on my podcast, I sent you back an email with a link to that particular episode for which I've already spoken on that subject. So make sure to check your emails. Um, But I did get one in actually a couple days ago and I was searching through my podcast because I know I've covered this subject kind of in pieces, but not just all together. I know I did a podcast talking about business and clients and that not every client is for you. You know, and I think that this may be almost like a part two to that. Okay, so I did do an episode that I talked about uh, different clientele for your business and how you can differentiate whether certain clients are for you and whether other ones are not for you. And I can tell you this, any client that doesn't see the value in what you do, doesn't want to pay you Um, the good premium price for what it is that you do, that is a client that you have to really consider if you need them as, you know, as a part of your uh, roster of clients. Because if you are looking to be a more high-end brand, you know, and we would like to believe over here that we are a more high-end luxury brand. Um, When I say luxury brand, I mean that we tend to work with folks in the lifestyle industry, more of a more high-end sort of thing. So people that are doing more high-end brunches, these are not $20 brunches. You know, every now and then we'll do something where people kick back, but, you know, we've done brunches that are, you know, $50. We've done $100 brunches, you know, different sorts of things. We want to make sure that we're bringing quality and a lot of times when we're charging a little bit of a premium of a price is because we want to bring great speakers to you and we have to pay the speakers you know and we have to um, anybody who's presenting you know things like that so especially if we're going to bring someone in who's going to need a hotel and things like that so this is why sometimes you know when you go to conferences you're paying four and five hundred dollars you know or even more because you have to pay for those premium people who are coming there to share their their valuable knowledge with you you know and that's not free you know um so yeah i wanted to go over Um, you know, how it is in making money in business and just give you some pointers 
on how to navigate that because people are always complaining about how do I bring more revenue in for my business? How do I, you know, figure out the cost of things, you know? So this is not going to be a complete breakdown, but this will give you some tips. Now, I told you before that I did an episode talking about uh, clients, you know, the type of clients that you have. Now, some clients are just not for your brand. So sometimes you have to really decide, is this a client that's going to work for your brand? If a client is constantly nickel and diving you, or this is a classic one that I hear within my field, is that clients that want to add on more services, but for the same price. Um, The majority of my clients, 95.9 whatever percentage of my clients, when they know there is something else that they want, they send me a note to say, hey, how much would it be to add dot, dot, dot? You know what I mean? If it's a clean swap, that's no problem. But if it is another service that is not currently in the agreement or contract, that is going to be a fee for that, you know, and you have to do business. And I'm specifically speaking to women in business, especially female business owners. We often take for granted our expertise. We often take for granted um, our pricing and we try to lowball pricing. And I spoke about lowball lowball pricing as well in another episode. Um, I went into a little bit deeper, but don't lowball your pricing. Charge what you know this particular particular genre that you're in, what those different services or products are worth. You know, you have gone to school, you have, you know, studied all these different things, whatever it is. You went to the school of hard knocks or maybe you went to Cornell. I don't know. It doesn't matter. But you have become an expert, expert in your field and you should charge accordingly. All right. So if there are clients, current clients or potential clients who are not understanding that, um, you know, your expertise is monetized, then you need to start making some decisions on the type of clients that you have. And sometimes those clients will eventually fizzle out. Sometimes it just takes you to raise your prices a little bit. And if there's really a client that you're having a hard time with and they're just not getting it, sometimes just raising your price will eventually, um, they'll fizzle out. They'll fizzle out on their own because they just you know, they can't afford it or whatever the case may be. So that may be even a way to offload sometimes clients that just, you know, don't understand or don't appreciate your worth. You know, I love all types of clients. I have clients from, you know, every walk of life, um, different price points and all of that. But anytime you get someone that is constantly complaining and just doesn't get it, they, first of all, they may not be ready to be an entrepreneur. That's another thing. I work a lot with people who have a side hustle job and they're trying to turn it into their main hustle. They're often small business owners and they still may have a nine to five and they're trying to see how to transition out of that. Whatever the case may be, this is something that you really have to take seriously because a bad batch of clients can ruin your business. And then if you have people that are constantly complaining, that's bad on your brand. Because that's making your brand, the people that you can never make happy, they will go and complain and people will take it as, as law, you know, that, oh, they did this to them. And and when it may be no such thing, 
they just may be the type of people that can never be satisfied. So you have to make sure that your clients respect what you do and they pay you a fair wage to do so. Okay, so that's one thing with the clients. Then when it comes to doing all of your cost analysis, you know, if you think that something is going to cost you, I don't know, $2,000, make sure that you, that you, I don't even know if so much as double that, but make sure that you take into consideration every single thing. If PayPal is charging you fees, if Shopify is charging you fees, Venmo, whatever the things that you use, any subscriptions that you have every month that help you run your business, right? Anything that is going to have any type of fee attached to it, you need to you need to be compensated for that. You need to factor that in. So make sure that when it, it and this really go this is business 101. If you want to have a profit, if you want to make sure that you are profitable, you have to take into consideration all of the fees that you pay for things right whatever your shopify website is costing you and the fees that it costs when you use the shopify checkout um you know paypal i think is 2.9 percent fees i just had a a conversation with this uh, about this with a client you got to take those fees into consideration if you have products and you have to ship them out make sure you stay on top of the shipping Um, industry, you know, and what is USPS charging? What is UPS charging? What is FedEx charging? DHL, all these different places. Keep on top of what these different folks are doing so that you can charge accordingly. Because if shipping a flat rate is, is costing $9 and you're only charging seven, then that means that you're eating the cost somewhere on the back end. So make sure that you are charging properly so that you can cover all of your operating expenses and turn a profit. Okay. The next thing is make sure you are charging what the services are worth, not whether you can close the deal. Because if you know a service is worth $2,000 and you're only charging 500 for it, that is going to cheapen your brand as well right? I would rather be a little bit more expensive and weed out the folks who are not really serious and bring in higher price point clients because those are the folks that are, and I'm not saying higher price point clients are all good because you can have some really, you know, high profile clients, you know, um, sometimes celebrities or public figures and they feel like because they're paying you $5,000 a month that they could treat you badly. I'm not talking about that. I am talking about those clients who really, and thank God, the majority of clients that I've had over many years have been wonderful. Even the ones that, you know, who are recognizable on television and, you know, any celebrity clients and public figures that I've had um, over the years, they have been really wonderful and they appreciate what you do. And I always go above and beyond, but I want to make sure, especially in the last, I would say five to seven years, I've been very particular about my pricing and I have not taken on a lot of smaller projects. It's only been a handful. And usually it's because it's a, um, it's a referral, but I am not actively going after the smaller ticket clients, like how I used to. 
So anything that's a referral, I'm always happy to, you know, have somebody referred to me and everything. So that's great. You know, um, I'll, I'll never, you know, turn those down, but I no longer write copy for my social media that attracts the, the, the budget client. I want the client who knows that this is my budget. I have a solid budget. I'm ready to work and let's go, you know, and they're ready to really get down and dirty with their brand. If it's just somebody who's on the fence and I don't know, and, oh, I get paid on Friday and then maybe, oh, you know, and they're just having all this hesitation, they may not be ready. They may not be ready. Your ideal client may not know everything that they want to do. Not that they have everything planned out, but they definitely know that they're ready to work. So if it's a client who's still on the fence and they don't know if they're ready to work yet, that may be a client that you want to put on the back burner for a while until they are ready. Because that's a lot of what it is too. People are not ready to invest in their brand. So make sure that your prices, they don't have to be astronomically high. Make them reasonable, but make sure that they are industry standard, you know, and give because it's perception. You know, the perceived value. I just had a conversation with someone about this. Perceived value is everything. I saw this article and I wanted to mention it. And I, for the life of me, can't remember where I read this thing. It may have been on Instagram, but I feel like it was an article. That Kirkland, if you know, if you go to Costco and you know Kirkland Coffee. I think, no, I saw this on YouTube. That's what it was. Kirkland Coffee, Kirkland brand is a known, you know, it's kind of like a a store brand, you know, and you can find Kirkland products in uh, Costco. This is not sponsored, by the way, just in case people are going to think that, Um, you know, Kirkland makes great stuff. It's very reliable stuff. But come to find out, you know, I've had Kirkland coffee many times. You know, Kirkland has some really great coffee. And I realized from watching this video on YouTube that Kirkland brand coffee is the same coffee that Starbucks uses. What? So you mean to tell me that we're paying astronomical money for these coffee beans from Starbucks and we could be getting it from Kirkland's? Kirkland's literally, it's the same, it's the same uh, manufacturer. Starbucks is who provides them with their beans. Okay? So when I say to you, you don't have to pay $20 for Starbucks, you can pay half of that with Kirkland. Now that's just one thing, right? You can get a cup of coffee from Starbucks. Because it has that Starbucks logo on there, they can charge premium prices. But you know who has some bomb coffee? When you go to the street corner in New York and you go to one of those carts outside and it's cold, especially now if the wind is whipping and they give you that good coffee that has, you know, like the the little Greek writing on there. Oh, yeah, that's the best coffee ever. You put your little cream in there you put your little sugar in there and you are good to go. Right. But it doesn't cost anything near what Starbucks does. Starbucks has a much higher perceived value. So the little sandwiches are $9 or whatever. When you could go to the local deli and get a whole sub for less than what Starbucks is charging. You see what I'm saying? It's the perceived value of things. 
the perceived value. So it's not always, you know, the efforts that you're making to put this out there, that, or whatever. There are some companies you never see commercials. They don't have to do commercials. Why? Because their stuff has a perceived high-end value. They don't even have to have commercials. When is the last time that you've seen a Lamborghini commercial? When is the last time you've seen a Balenciaga commercial? When is the last time you've seen a Fendi commercial? It's rare, if at all. Because their brands already have a niche group that they sell to. Because the perception is they are a high-end brand. Listen, I don't know where Beyonce, where um, Balenciaga, I was going to say Beyonce. <laughs> I don't know where Balenciaga gets all of their stuff, but some of these places, their manufacturers are no different than the everyday items that you get. But because of the name, they have solidified themselves in the high-end luxury lane. So that is why they can charge the prices that they do, right? Now, again, let's go over this. Make sure that the clients that you have in your business fit your business. And if some of these clients are just not respecting what you do, they're constant complainers, they're constantly not, you know, understanding your value, then you need to make some decisions all right you need to make some decisions sometimes like I said a little trick if you really have a particularly hard time with some clients that you know may be giving you a tough time raise your prices because a lot of times people will drop off just from that right okay that's a little inside tip for you okay also make sure that you are compensating for your business overhead. Make sure that you think more on the high side than the low side so that you are completely covered for any business expenses that you have, right? Make sure that you, if you think it's going to cost you 55 cents, charge 75 cents or a dollar. You know what I mean? Overcompensate to make sure that you are covered for your business expenses. Don't cheapen your business expenses. And then the third thing, again, is to make sure your pricing matches up with what it is, what the industry standard is. Make sure your pricing fits the industry standard. Because if the industry standard is $2,000 and you're only charging $500, you are going to run into problems. And that's where you start attracting those problematic clients that don't value what you do. Okay, so I just wanted to give, you know, some tips on that, you know, and just being profitable in your business. And those are like three main tips that'll help you to be more profitable in your business and to keep your business fresh and moving along. All right. So that's all I have for you today. If you want to follow me on social media, please do like, share, subscribe to this podcast. So you're always updated on the new episodes, which is every day, because if you're listening to this for the first time, this is now a daily podcast. Um, My Instagram is at Onyx Queen Media. And if you want to email me a subject matter that you would love me to talk about on the podcast, you can reach me, hello, at onyxqueenmedia.com. Talk to you tomorrow, you guys. Bye.
online savings simplified. Don't search for coupon codes ever again. With one click, Honey's smart shopping assistant will automatically apply discounts to your cart in seconds. Save on all your favorite things. Easily pay less for products you're already buying online. It's as easy as one, two, three. Join Honey for free. It takes two clicks to add Honey to your Chrome, Safari, Firefox, or Opera browser. Find savings in seconds. While you shop, Honey will find working promo codes across the entire internet, and you save instantly. With one click, Honey will apply the best deals to your cart. It's that easy. So what are you waiting for? Get Honey. Download it today. Visit our link www.tinyurl.com forward slash O-N-Y-X-H-O-N-E-Y. That's www.tinyurl.com forward slash Onyx Honey. Start saving right now.